We're at this delightfully awkward place with Crossword. We were just talking about this where I'm really happy. I know that you are too with just the quality of what we're covering. We've had some fantastic guests. We have more coming up. And it's also starting to show a little bit of the edges as we're now well into season two of like some areas that we can improve. We just finished the episode with uh, Marike, which I'm excited about. How did you feel that went kind of overall? She's a great guest. Uh, it was fun. I think it went well. I'm looking forward to it, actually. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting feedback on that particular episode because we covered a lot of really interesting topics that we tend to talk about a bit, like how to optimize uh, freemium funnels and what the plugin directory could look like. She was an amazing guest. It, it showed me a little bit. And again, we were doing our best at each sort of step in it. Like, oh, there's an opportunity to sharpen up our intros and like improve a few of the areas of the process. It's it's fun to be at a point now where we're well into season two. And I feel like it's dr- fairly dramatically improved from my perspective. From I, I really enjoy not having an intro or an outro for this 15 yes, minutes. Yes, same. Yeah, exactly. but, but for guests, we need to work on that. I agree. So there's been a lot, uh, a lot happening over the past. Well, a lot, but not a whole lot at the same time. Uh, there was this uh, incident with the WordPress app here recently that uh, you shared with me over the weekend. And I've since taken a little bit of a look at, but what's been interesting to you about that? Well, let me ask you a question about that. And it's a question I get a lot when I go to meetups and new people are, are approaching WordPress, <laughs> which is who owns WordPress? Oh, man. Who owns WordPress, Jonathan? Yeah. So I was actually, so we listened, there was an episode of Dithering today with uh, Ben Thompson and John Gruber. It was talking about this, the 24-hour sort of WordPress experience. And I thought Ben, I, I, I was surprised that I learned something that hadn't been super obvious to me that hadn't quite clicked that there's technically the WordPress foundation, because when you take an app for WordPress, it was an interesting point, right? Like if you make an app for WordPress, that app is not GPL because it includes Apple code. So for that to whole work, and I don't have much context for this. I'm now curious to understand more, but the piece that, that he explained that makes sense to me is the WordPress foundation gives in this case, automatic, the permission to, create an app that uses the WordPress brand and, you know, et cetera, and to create it as a multi-purpose thing for the benefit of beyond automatic. Yes. So, so, so to be clear, the brand WordPress is owned by the WordPress foundation. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I really like telling people WordPress isn't owned by anybody. It's this amazing project that it powers 35% of the internet. It's like the most influential piece of tech that, that has ever hit the internet. It's the most important thing in the open source, source world. And it's not owned by any single corporation that's trying to take over the world. It's a community-led program. I think that's an amazing thing, except... There is the WordPress Foundation who owns the trademark. I think that's a good setup for any open source community. And there's this weird little side thing, this side hustle that Automatic is going on where they're the only people who ever get permission to use the WordPress trademark. Not only that, but if you start a website- I think if that's true or not. I'm not sure, but yeah, carry on. Of course it's true. It's true, absolutely, uh, except 
for the WordPress Foundation themselves, and maybe meetups are done separately to the WordPress Foundation and and WordCamps, in which case they get permission to use the trademark. Uh, but I think they're part of Foundation anyway. So so if you start a website right now and you include the word WordPress in your URL or as part of your product, that will get flagged and will have to be removed and won't be allowed in the plugin directory or anything like that, and you'll be right. asked to take that down by lawyers, right? But Automatic can do it. Mm, right, because in this case, Automatic has been given a license. And I, and I, rec- I think I see where you're going and also some of the stickiness of it. But yes, in essence, Automatic has a license from the WordPress Foundation to use the WordPress brand in its products, uh, VIP.com. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so that's why we get an app that's called simply WordPress. WordPress, yep. And it's interesting that Matt on Twitter brought up like possible before this was like a figured out. It was like, do we need to change the name of this app? Like, what do we do here? It's a complex piece because a lot of non, a lot of people benefit from this app that see no money to automatic. Yeah, I think that that was a really disingenuous tweet. I really, I was upset by that, to be honest. I'll read it out to you. It said, he said here, um, um, should we call it, give it a new name? The app has always done a ton of work to support WordPresses hosted anywhere. There you go. Official, official confirmation that the plural of WordPress is WordPresses um, <laughs> using XML, RPC, API included in core um, since 2.6 in 2008. Yeah. That's why we called it WordPress and not WordPress.com or Jetpack. Now, the reason why this is d- disingenuous is because you cannot use WordPress core out of the box with the WordPress app. You must install Jetpack, right? And what's what? more, yeah, the only way that your WordPress site works with the WordPress app is if you're using Jetpack. And what's more is... In mm. order for that to happen, you've got to go through the whole setup process for Jetpack, which includes like this giant screen of pay us money or at the very, very bottom, you can do, use it for free. And then when you're trying to sign in directly, it, you can you can sign in directly with your um, uh, to your site in the WordPress app. It's only this tiny, tiny little bo- link at the bottom instead of like the bigger buttons there that say sign in with WordPress. So mm. I, I just... It just, it's, it's feels really icky to me, Jonathan. It feels like the situation where with the WordPress app that it's just, it's really hard. Does it feel to you a little bit like uh, Yoast putting banners in? No, it's much the Black worse. Friday version. It, because <laughs> it's more in, insidious, right? It's, it's people are already confused. This is the most, I mean, it, it's an it's the, the FAQ of all FAQs when it comes to WordPress. What is WordPress? What is, how is it different from WordPress.com and WordPress.org? What's the, you know, what's the distinction there? And for there to be a, an app that really is a WordPress.com app that has some sort of workaround support for WordPress.org, uh, it just, it feels, feels gross. Well, I think... To the, to the one point, it's always sticky business, whether you're going to call something disingenuous or not, because you're getting into what was the motivation and intent behind it without knowing, right? Uh, so I'm, I'm curious. I'm not sure if you're right about Jetpack being required. Oh, look, like when I open up, go it, ahead. The, there is like the XML RPC API, but it, it doesn't work with all hosts. It works sometimes and not others. And if, even if, 
you can it does happen to work in your system to actually add your blog to the WordPress app uh it's a hidden, it's almost like a hidden option you know okay i i just tested this right now so do do we have jetpack installed on crossword hell no <laughs> sorry jetpack team um no so- <laughs> I, I wouldn't install that word where so Oh, Sorry, Jetpack team. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so check it out. When you open up the WordPress right. app and you click add a site, it gives you two options. Create WordPress.com site or add health self-hosted site. And when you click that, you put the URL and the next thing you do is put in the admin username and password. So I don't know. You might, you might be right, but I'm seeing no reference to Jetpack as a requirement. I don't re- recall doing that when I set it up for my daughter's site. So anyway, uh, but let's say you're right. Let's just say you're right. Okay. Let's say the Jetpack is a requirement for it. Then I'd say, yeah, there, there's a bit of a disconnect there because if ultimately the app is intended to be broad service and benefit everyone who's using WordPress, then it should benefit them without that requirement. This is part of the issue as much as I, I like the potential that Jetpack holds, this is part of the issue we run into with WooCommerce, where you're required to use Jetpack to use the WooCommerce app. It's super blatant right now. And that's a sticky ground, right? Where you basically don't give people a choice and even, technical reasons or not. Yeah. I mean, and even just conflating the two products, like they're, they're sure. it, would you expect to see WP Engine inside of the WordPress app? Um, in terms of promoted or yeah, as a, as an option of hey, sign directly into your WP Engine site from what the WordPress app, you wouldn't expect I to see that. You wouldn't expect yeah. to see sign directly into you know GoDaddy from the WordPress app. So why I is it that we stickiness? See, I admit the stickiness. Yeah. So that's that's the problem that I have with it. In terms, okay, so maybe we should talk about what actually happened with Apple and WordPress, yeah. <laughs> which is that Apple. Uh, stopped approving updates for the WordPress app because there was some reference to purchases that could happen in the app or via the website in the help docs of the app, and it was it was a bit, eh. it, w- it wasn't a great reason to stop approving. Yeah, it was like multiple layers deep. It was pretty obscure. Probably a reference to something that they'd done a few months prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not super clear and it was being blocked. And then Matt took to Twitter, which Apple says doesn't help, but it definitely helps, especially if you <laughs> have, you know, however many followers Matt has. Well, and I think more importantly, because Matt actually doesn't have that many, it got picked up by a multiple, multiple right. publication. He only has 120,000. You're right. Mac rumors uh, picked it up. Uh, and there's a number of other places because like, oh, WordPress. Like everyone right now is like kind of on edge about Apple generally. So it's not a good look. And I think, you know, I'm happy, was happy to see that it just sort of went through. But it does raise bigger questions about the nature of the app. And I, on, from my point of view, it's like there's a lot of good effort. Like my daughter has successfully managed her non-automatic site on the app and it's been great. Like it's been a really positive experience. Seven years old, creating, using blocks right there on her iPad. It's been awesome. And it's something that I'm grateful for all the investment and contribution. Yeah. It does need to be clearer, like what the relationship is. uh, There's this age old sort of problem with 
with the way that open source can tend to work sometimes is that something can be open source, but also not encourage contributions from yeah. outside. So like, yep. this is the problem that I had with AMP. You know, like I think AMP is really, really bad for the web. And the AMP team says, yeah, but it's open source. Anyone can contribute. Anyone can get involved and make it better. But you go and look through, you know, in the actual history of the project and look through the most recent, you know, 100 commits, and they're all from people who are employed by Google, you know? So it's bad for the web because Google controls it and shapes it to the way that they want to see the web. And and they say, no, it's open source. It doesn't work like that, but it does. And it's the same with this app, right? Technically. <laughs> I, for the record, I disagree. Uh, you but, disagree uh, about it. But I disagree about AMP. Sure. But the pro- you're right. Like the process, like there's an intent. And I, I would even say the intent is genuine. And the reality, though, because there are barriers, because of just the nature of it, the net effect ends up being this negative virtuous, this negative cycle, non-virtuous, where they're like, it's open source, but no one contributes. Why don't they contribute? They don't really believe that they can. And it just sort of, and yeah. then over time, there's less and less. Right. So it's hard to ding automatic too too hard on this because it is open source technically i could get involved and and create an issue or a pull request for the app to allow wp engine sign in as well right but of course everybody else contributing to the app works for automatic you you go through the most recent you know commits every single commit is from an automatician and so it's not really possible for me to, to come along and say, hey, I think the app should do this. Hey, I think the app shouldn't do that. You know, can you imagine? What do you think would happen if I created a pull request or a, um, a at the very least an issue on the WordPress iOS GitHub that said remove WordPress.com support from the app? <laughs> I don't think much would happen with it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you're, you're welcome to, but ultimately... Part of the challenge is the nature of how it's funded, right? Like a lot of work goes into that app and for better or for worse, this gets to bigger questions about how should things be monetized in WordPress. I would, from my point of view, there's an ideal state where there is an app that's heavily contributed to by automatic and also has other people contributing where there's an aligned incentive for doing so. Well, I think Whereas that right people now, would contribute if it wasn't owned by, if it, if it didn't have that WordPress login, you know, like if it wasn't so WordPress.com centric, people would feel more like they should contribute because it's for .org. You know? I think there's also a challenge with WordPress.com as a sort of general positioning, right? I think there's a different, there's a different narrative that wouldn't be as like, it would be a clear, like this is what it does. And it also serves the broader community in these clear, distinct ways. It's not there today. In any case, I don't think that, that this situation is likely to change, you know, in the short term. And, and it affects not just the app, but really all of WordPress.